Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Welcome to Voice Rising with Kara Johnstad. Enjoy weekly conversations with leading luminaries, pioneering visionaries, singers, poets, musicians, and sound healers as we explore the profound role our voice plays on the path to self-realization and global enlightenment. The internationally acclaimed singer, composer, author, healer, recording artist, voice expert, creator of Voice Your Essence, and founder of the School of Voice, Kara Johnstad uses her extraordinary spiritual gifts to empower others. Everything in this world vibrates. Everything has a frequency a pioneer in the field of voice work and transformational songwriting. Her breakthrough methods are helping thousands of people worldwide fine-tune their body-mind-spirit system and unlock the energetic frequencies of limitless creativity, health, and abundance. Share your voice. Ask your questions. Join in the conversation. Receive life-changing, positive transformation and rise together to create a sound world. And here's your host, Kara Johnstad. Hi, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to Voice Rising. Today with me in studio is Claire Langen, and she has a fascinating story on how we all can look to nature and trust our inner artist to simply be more. You see, up until March 2020, Claire Langen pursued a busy career as a flautist, performing internationally, and then came the global pandemic. And what does a touring and concert musician do when all the concert halls are emptied and travel has come to a standstill? Well, Claire is about to share with us her own story of transformation and how she not only got through the last years, but learned to tap into other gifts and turn it into a time of creativity and self-nurturing, and the result is not only a new book, which is entitled Simply Be More, Time-Preserved Wisdom Through Fresh Eyes, but Claire also has a new brand, and Simply Be More was born. So welcome, Claire, to Voice Rising. Hello, and thank you so much for having me. I just love so much that introduction, and it's an honor to be here with you. It's good to have you. You have this fascinating story. You do what, or you did, I guess, what some people say is, you know, to take the lemons and make lemonade out of it. Your story of the um, transformation of the pandemic, it unfolded so beautifully. So as everybody else was in lockdown, uh, you were probably also a little bit shaky in the beginning as a musician as the airports locked down and as the concert halls did empty. Do you remember those first months and and where where you were at or what you were feeling? Sure. So I can remember in um, I did a concert in February 2020. I was doing a concert in France, in rural France, in a lovely recital. And I, and I flew back and I could sense 
the energy was very strange in the airport and there, I could tell there was there was sickness about it just wasn't right anyway the yeah. next trip I had to go to New Zealand and I flew back from New Zealand and I remember being in Dubai airport for my layover from from Auckland and I tell you I, I texted home and I said there's no way the world can sustain this level of travel and, mm-hmm. I, and there were people with like gas masks on it was March, beginning of March. And I was like, this, because at, at that time we knew there was something going on. And I thought, gosh, this is really, really, really serious. There's something, something is happening. And then just overnight, um, all my, my entire diary was cleared. Um, the con- England went into, Great Britain went into lockdown. And mm-hmm. ev- every booking was, was, was taken away. And I thought, my goodness, what am I going to do? And a friend of mine who's a hypnotherapist, he invited me to um, be part of his life coaching course with an amazing gentleman called Chaddy Cooper called mm-hmm. Create Your Legendary Lifestyle. And I thought, well, you know what? I've, I've got to make the most. As you said, I've got to make lemons, lemonade out of lemons here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I have this time. I've got to use it well. And I tell you, it was completely life-changing. So I was in a really great space. It was all about time management. Obviously, we had I had more time than I ever had in my entire life. But it was managing that time. And I tell you, I was just so busy. I woke, I, I woke up with so excited every morning because I had all these things I wanted to explore and do. And I was meditating and I was running. I started running. And I live in a gorgeous part of the UK called East Anglia, just outside London. And it's just so pretty in the county of Suffolk. It's just gorgeous. And um, we were allowed a certain number of um, a certain amount of time outdoors. So I really made the most of it. And I was listening to podcasts and I was reading. And one of the challenges that the coach set us was to do something you hadn't done since a child for 100 consecutive days. Mm. And that, well, what can I possibly do? And in in the somewhere, a little voice in my heart said, "Care, remember what your art teacher said." And I gave up art at school at the first possible opportunity. And good when I was about thirteen, when you make your choices of what you know how you want to specialize. Mm-hmm. And I so I gave up art because I just was so frustrated by it. And when I left. Um, school at 18 before I went to university and then on to music college um, all the teachers used to write in your yearbook and the art teacher wrote in my yearbook and he said I will always say you should never have given up art and so this there was a little seed in my mind I thought you know what maybe I'm going to give it a go again so I decided that my challenge for 100 consecutive days would be to do a sketch inspired by the amazing runs and the nature that I was experiencing and all the podcasts, the thought, the meditation. And so I started. And one of the things that we had to do is we had to share with the group what we're doing each week. And I think it was um, after the first week, um, I shared my seven sketches. And there was a lady in the group um, who's a literary agent, amazing lady called um, Deborah Jacobs. And she said, Claire, I'm going to challenge you to send these to a um, publisher because I just believe there's something in it. This is special. I was like, are you crazy? 
And they were like, no, you've got to do it. And I was thinking, well, you know, why not? What have I got to lose? And maybe this is the time now that I'm going to take that step. I'm going to take that leap of faith. I'm going to, and why not? Just go for it. And so I, so I um, emailed the publisher with the, I think by the time I plucked up courage, I think I had got 10 sketches I sent to John Hunt Publishing and, um, and I wrote the email and I think it was like 24 hours later, they wrote back and said, we absolutely love it. We want to publish this. Now I just, I would just could not believe my eyes. This is the stuff of dreams. Yeah. And, and I, so I, I spent so the next week, um, the group asked, they, you know, what happened? Did you do what you were challenged to do? And I said, well, yeah. And they said, well, what was the outcome? And I said, well, they've, you know, they've offered, they've offered me a book contract. They want to publish it. And it, honestly, yeah. and it was like blown away. And they said, well, what have you done? And I said, I haven't done anything with it. Cause I just, I was kind of, it was really bizarre. I felt like I, it was like I was in an, an, another worldly situation. Anyway, I obviously wrote back and, um, and then I had the challenge to do the other 80 odd <laughs> sketches, but you know what? I'd set the intention and every day the ideas came and it just fueled me. And that went along with hand in hand with the meditation, with the reading and just be, you know, just being in a different place where I wasn't constantly getting on a flight or jumping here or there or I had, everything was broken down just to the most, the simplest, to the basics and it was just such a rich time for me and it helped me to, it changed my life and it helped me to simply be more me and and just to allow my light to shine in a different way. And I feel there's one of them when you simply be more diamond and we all got so many facets, but sometimes mm-hmm. we, the light, the light wants to catch us, but sometimes we don't allow, we, we hide the light, but you know, I feel now that there's so much radiance in each and every one of us. We've just got to let that light shine in and through us. And that's just the secret of Simply Be More. That is a secret of Simply Be More. And that's also a secret that you discover that many people have forgotten that we can only see the stars when the night is the darkest, right? And, and diamonds are made under pressure. So the whole beautiful little book is so much about transformation and I think that's what a lot of people don't understand too, like with artists, we are so in that place of, you know, as a flautist, you were always really tuning the wind, having to trust the winds, right? Every time you changed a tiny bit, I mean, people just imagine that the flute is, is, is working so magically, but anybody who's ever played the flute knows <laughs> that if you change just a tiny bit of your lips, you have a totally different tune. And what, yeah. what touched me so much is this image that I don't know why I had this image that you were, you know, the way you held the flute and the way you could capture these melodies suddenly transferred to the way you held your pencil or your pen and you would capture these images, right? So, I mean, the, the canvas for you used to be the air and suddenly you were staring, instead of at air, and instead of at a hall, you were staring at the page. 
and transforming that page into magic. And, and I just love that thought to think of you taking these long walks. And uh, so let, 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 let's give the people an idea of this book. This is a new book, right? You, you managed as a flautist, I mean, this is a crazy story, to magically um, go through this pandemic, start sketching every day. You did 100 sketches, and then each of these sketches, and, and that's a curious question as somebody who works a lot with voice, did the sketches have a voice? Did this whole idea of simply be more, was it already in the air, or did that come at a later time? No, it was there straight away, and wow. it, it, I can just do it. It was the most extraordinary thing. I just, it just, every, it just was telling me everything was, everything was shouting out at me how it could, you know, like a tree, how that could simply be more, how a snail, a rose, my flute, literally everything. Um, and my friends would tease me because <laughs> they would say, you know, just like the most random object, how they can simply be more. But the thing is, is that everything, like you in the introduction at the, at the top of the show, everything is resonating and vibrating and being and being its best self. And I think about my dog and the cat. They just, mm. they just, they know how to simply be more. They just, they're not concerned about yesterday or tomorrow they're living in the moment being their best self and that's you know I'm constantly having to remind myself that the moment is the now is the most precious thing we ha possibly have and yeah. when I'm in now I am resonating at my highest frequency and being my best self and honoring my gift and so that, that's if, my yeah, yeah I'm sorry continue now, I doesn't say at that moment, it was when I had the pencil. I think what it told me is that I want to communicate. And so I, I could, my flute voice has been taken from me, but then I had this new voice within the pen and the pencil. Mm, beautiful. So let's play a little bit. You're ha you have this beautiful book, and let's imagine it. You maybe have a close by. It's in your hands. And it's yeah. in the, and you're holding it just like you hold the flute, just like you, you know, hold your your beautiful animals. What do you see when you look down at this book? I see a world of possibilities and a world of hope, and I see the world that I know is possible and that everyone, every single person on this planet is yearning for. But they somehow, it's like they, it's like the the water is muddy. And they just need to let the water spill. And if they have the time and the, the, the presence, that that will happen. That's what I yeah. feel that this book can teach. Yeah, beautiful. And on the cover of this book, I don't know, you probably had so many images to choose from, but you chose the phoenix. And it says, just like a phoenix, I rise again, be more phoenix. Was there a reason why this image was the cover cover sketch for your book yes I mean actually it's very interesting so I designed that as the cover but the publisher chose to only use the phoenix because what was in the ashes um was there was like there were words so it had um covid it had mm -hmm. my 
divorce because that that was something that I was reconciling with during mm-hmm. the pandemic as well. So they're all different elements were in the embers. And that I think the I rise again in me, that that those three words, or in fact just I rise, always reminds me of Maya Angelou, who I adore so much. I love her writing so much and just her presence in the TV interviews and on the radio interviews I've seen I've, I've seen too. And I just feel that 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 feeling of every day is a resurrection. Every day, I every moment actually, every I have the choice of how I'm going to react and what I'm going to do and how I'm going to how I'm going to make the most of this this precious life that we have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is so. It is so profoundly beautiful. Some of the, so everybody who's out there, you can imagine, this is a little book, and it's actually a gem of a book. And it's a book that I have often, you know, while preparing this interview, I hold it in my hands and I simply allow the pages to open. It's kind of like playing tarot, or it's kind of, it's, it's, for me, it's not a book that you read from front to back necessarily. It's a book that you can leave on your coffee table or, or you know, in the kitchen, and you just pick it up, and then suddenly you see a beautiful sketch of a tree. And then it says, just like a tree in nature, I release in order to grow, be more tree. And you're like, wow, yeah, yeah, I release in order to grow. And then the next morning, you're walking by and you grab it and you're like, oh, I'm just going to page through this. And you can page through it from left to right or right to left. And it says, dandelion. And I love dandelions, right? And then it says, just like a dandelion, I am full of dreams be more dandelion. And the the simplicity is so profound because you said it in the beginning. Every object has something that we can learn from. And suddenly our whole environment be more table. You know, you start your imagination starts flying, you know, just like a whatever, just like a chair, you know, I can support, you know, mm-hmm somebody or just like a, it doesn't matter you know just like the sky i am vast and and open or just like a storm cloud you know and suddenly i i that's what i sense for myself it was it's such a beautiful book because it's so simple it is really simple it's not you know it's not complicated and yet it opens up a world of uh, unlimited love for everything that is surrounding us, even a garbage can, you know, even, I don't know, even the manure, it's like, be more fertilizer, you know, just like cow manure, be more fertilizer and grow the garden. And um, I thank you for that, Claire. I mean, we're going to take a small break, but this simplicity that then expands into such a beautiful place is really precious. We're going to take a small break. We're going to be back and talk more about the, uh, the Be More movement. Simply Be More. Bringing a more conscious lifestyle to your world. Ohm Times Radio. IOM FM. Ascending Hearts is no ordinary dating site, but a spiritual dating site with a purpose to link you with your soulmate. 
We engineer the serendipity so you can trust that you will attune with someone that has the same matching vibration as you. Ascending Hearts, the conscious dating site for the spiritually aware. Try Ascending Hearts for free. AscendingHearts.com My name is Victor Furman. Some call me The Voice. I've always been fascinated with human nature, spirituality, science, and the crossroads at which they meet. Join me Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern on Ohm Times Radio, and we'll explore these topics and so much more on Destination Unlimited. You came across someone struggling with hunger. How would you recognize them? Would you notice an eight-year-old girl who's not, not excited, excited for, for summer, summer break because she may not be having lunch again until September? Or a war veteran who's having a hard time landing a job and getting back on his feet? I am the one in eight Americans who struggle with hunger. I, I am hunger in America. America. Hunger can be hard to recognize. Learn why at IamHungerInAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. follows I am becomes our reality. So share with us from your personal experience how this is true and what the power of affirmations or just this consciousness, I am tree, I am music, can do to us. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, the power of affirmations cannot be underestimated. Um, I have to monitor my self-talk. I'm sure I'm sure I'm not the only person out there listening who has has that constant challenge. Um, and you know sometimes I catch myself, and I think, gosh, I would never, ever say um, anything like this to anybody else. And I would if I heard somebody say this, what I'm saying to myself about myself to somebody, I would just be horrified. So I catch myself and I correct myself and turn it around. and you know, it's just so powerful. And I have um, lots of these affirmation cards um, dotted around the house just to bring me back to that constantly and to focus on, you know, the power of I am because I truly believe that whatever follows it will become your reality. It may not be today or tomorrow. It may be five years' time. And I'm finding now the things that I've been, um, you know, uh, wanting in my life and I've been affirming are now coming to fruition but at, you know at the time I thought gosh how will this ever happen but mm-hmm. we don't time is just I don't believe in a uh, a linear time I think it is already and not yet it's just beyond you know our the understanding of the of our clock time and calendar time it's just something else and I think if I live in that vibration where it's already there, it really just is just where the magic happens. So and it's the where tr- the magic happens, yes. Yeah. And yeah, continue. We're curious. <laughs> and the tree, I love trees, 
And, you know, I think sometimes I, when I was, I did a lot of driving today and I was looking at the, the bare trees and the sunset. And you know what? That was so beautiful. I saw the beautiful sky in all its glorious colors. And then these, these, the, the bare bones of the trees. And it was so stunning. It was just absolutely stunning. But I know that the, the, the beautiful green is, is not that far away. And I'm going to really enjoy that. But then when I think about the fall, then that's that, you know, every period of that life of the tree is, is exquisite. And the tree isn't rushing any part of it. It's just in the moment being a tree, simply be more tree, you know, it, that the tree knows what to do. Just to stand tall. Yeah. yeah. The tree knows I, what to do. That's so true. Yes. Yeah. I was um, looking at trees today too, and I was thinking I was looking at trees and saw the the bareness and the bare bones, and I was looking at, you know, as a singer, I also see these these lung, you know, the veins in our lungs, and I was thinking how magical the trees are yeah. giving us oxygen, and they have the same their branches look exactly like the, <laughs> the inside of our lungs, and yeah. we're I, I don't know it was such a compatibility. It, it was so magical. And also this ability, so many of us are striving towards the light, and yet the trees have these deep roots in the darkness. They're not yeah. afraid to go deep into the darkness. And like you said, to grow slowly. They have so much patience. And in front of my studio where I'm sitting now, there's a tree. It's over 100 years old. And it just... Every spring, I I feel like I'm living in a tree house because I'm on the third floor, so in an apartment, and I can basically feel like I'm, you know, walking out into the branches. But in the yeah. winter, when it's bare, it teaches us also all these things about regeneration and, yeah, and trusting the 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 darkness, and and it gives a home to all the birds, right? And the birds, even though it's freezing cold, are still singing. You know, be more bird, right? They're singing yeah. in the darkness before the sun comes up. And it's just, um, yeah, it's to see the beauty in every moment. I think it's, uh, it's, it's precious, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Claire, you, you said at one point that every single picture, which is hard to imagine, now this is a challenge for you for the next hundred years, right? Every single mm -hmm. picture could become a book. Yeah, how for did sure. you, how, Yeah, how do you imagine that? Well, you know, we've just been exploring a tree. Just in that, yeah. there's, just, there's so much richness, isn't there? And when yeah. you think about a tree is cut down, there's a, there's a great... Um, I heard it at Christmas time, and they were talking about the tree and how um, it, was, it was a beautiful allegory about this tree... It, there were three trees and one of them wanted to be one of them wanted to be a treasure chest another one wanted to be a boat and another one uh, wanted to rule the world or wanted to yes it was it was all these different things and then and it was how it it related it to um the christian story so one of the trees became the manger so it, it held treasure but not in the concept and that one might think. So I'm just thinking about how a tree, even when some of us may consider it 
is dead, it can then it can still continue its light, its beauty, you know. And that nothing is ever wasted. Truly, it will rege- it goes back into. Obviously, if it goes into the ground, it's um, uh, or it could be make warmth. A tree can be burnt and, and made warmth, and there's just so much. My mind is just you know, my mind just this is why I do it. This is how. <laughs> How it can become went. the it can come become the paper for your next book, right? Yeah, exactly. There's <laughs> right? something uh, so rich in the tree. So that's definitely it's a whole book, isn't it? That's it, true. It just, it's a whole journey. Yeah, I was thinking somebody shared with me the other day, which I didn't know. It's also part of a tree. They talked to me about acorn woodpeckers. How's this? And how they had to protect these homes on an island. Uh, close to Canada, it was actually, you know, Northern California, um, because the woodpeckers were not only boring their holes in the wooden houses, but they were stashing their acorns. And so they, they, the houses were being insulated by thousands of acorns. And just this <laughs> thought, I just, I just this thought made me laugh so much of these birds that are boring. I mean, I always think squirrels are like stashing nuts, but I never... I guess I never thought of a woodpecker stashing acorns in no. houses, right? So it yeah. is, you're right. You're right about that. Every image is now because we're now on a tangent of the tree, and that's only the tree. So of course, if we if we go into be more water, we have the choppiness, we have the flow, we have the depth, we have the you know we have just so many um, possibilities. Right. Yeah. So share with me a little bit. This book has just been released, but obviously it's opened a new path for you. I mean, you went from somebody who had given up art and pursued a career in music. I don't know now if you're concertizing again or if this beautiful path has um, over overwhelmed you so much that you now because I see that you have a new homepage and a brand and everything Tell me some stories of people that are benefiting from these little wisdoms, these little golden nuggets that you are creating for our world. Yeah, so um, I was one of the first, in fact, I was on the first uh, cruise that Cunard did um, after post-pandemic. So it was a huge honor to be invited to perform on that. And I shared my show um, my sketches. So I perform two tunes whilst I, it's like a five minute segment and they share, and there's a video of, of some of my sketches. And I, I do a brief explanation prior to performing about what I was doing during lockdown. And mm-hmm. so I, when I perform on a, a cruise liner and I was recently on Viking, a lady came up to me at the end and she was, she was in high with, well, she, and she told me she was 78. And she said, Claire, she said, I know, I have always known I had something more in me, but I never felt I had permission to explore it. And you've given me the permission to go out and simply be more. And this just completely blew my mind because this, this lady was just had such, you could just see the energy in her. She just had so much to, she had so much life and so much more to explore. And, and yet all I was doing is sharing my story. And what it told me is that I must never shy away from just sharing my truth 
and I was so lucky to have that opportunity as a as a professional flautist to be on stage and to have that platform. So I share my passion for music, but I can now share my passion for a way of life that I believe just makes will make people just feel so much happier. Just to rest in the moment and just to believe in themselves. Now the last sketch for me is the most important. It's simply be more you. And I think so many of us don't realise that we are just a wealth of gifts just waiting to be explored. That that lady who waited until seventy eight to get to she thought that her life was of of exploration was over, but you know, maybe it's just the start of something. Yeah. And you know, we can, at no point are we ever at a point where we can't explore any longer. I, you know, things will change. I do a lot of work with people with dementia, and, but I can still see that there is always, there's an element of creativity within them. It, it, it's just a different expression of being of the of the of the divine within them it's just mm-hmm. very it's different phase and different you know realm yeah exactly. realm. that is yeah. the word so when um it's very interesting that in july uh, july 2021 um i was asked by the founder of a non-profit which i've worked for as a flautist for 20 years um, I, I've done sort of maybe 30 or 40 concerts a year in residential care homes for people living mm-hmm. with dementia. And in uh, July 2021, the founder of the charity asked me if I would take over from her as the CEO. And I was like, how, this is, how can this possibly be? I'm a flautist. I've just written this book. How can I possibly do this? I, I'm not a CEO. I'm a, mm-hmm. all these things. And then again, I checked myself and I said, how can you, how can you possibly have written a book called Simply Be More? And then when you're asked to be more, you're given this amazing gift to, uh, to move this amazing charity into its next phase post-pandemic. Mm-hmm. You're going to say no? Mm-hmm. And so I, so I said yes, and now I'm discovering all these other skills within me. And if I honestly, I say this with absolute honesty, if I can do these things, absolutely anybody can. It's just, it's just all within you. You've just got to have the confidence to go for it. And it's amazing because people also want to help you and you'll find the strength and all the skills within you. It's just you've got to trust yourself and you've got to trust the trust life and trust the divine source and know that you can simply be more in whatever realm that may be. Yeah, trust is, I, I do believe as a musician, though, that, that trust has accompanied you for a long time. And, um, but I also think you're right that every single person has these seeds of, of, of trusting in the unknown, of you know, opening themselves to the possibilities that are there. And how is it for you when you work with people with dementia? How is it that they often say that music really unlocks, um, it's like a key that that when people 
there's a beautiful choir in New York called the Fifth Dimensions, which is dementia people singing. And when they sing, they're totally present and there. And then when the music stops, they tend to drift into other realms. So what is your experience working with people with dementia? It is exactly, exactly as you say. I have had the privilege to perform with um, people who are in the final stages of their dementia journey. And the carers have said, look, you can go and play by the bedside, but don't expect there to be any reaction. The person has made no communication for months. And, you know, they're just, um, they're having end of life care. And I've gone in played by the bedside and I I honestly I just I just say to myself give me the right give me the right tune to play and it always comes I just feel which tune I'm going to play and I play it and always without fail you suddenly see a finger just tapping in time or mm. eyes open I've we've had people who have had been nonverbal for three months start singing along and it is the, the musical part of the brain is the last part to go and so it, it literally is a key it's like a window back into this realm because mm -hmm. I see often they it's exactly it they've they've passed to a different dimension um but the the music is the key it unlocks it and it is so sort of families like I, I remember once we did a a concert and I played Annie's song, which is the tune which I wanted to play from a little girl with the, the, mm -hmm. the beautiful John Denver melody. The piece that I wanted made me want to play the flute. And I played this piece of music and this gentleman, he was visiting his father and he came up to me at the end of the concert and, and floods of tears. And I said, what, what? it wasn't that bad, surely. He went, he said, no, he said, I just have to say thank you. Thank you, because my father called me by my name for the first he knew me and he said my dad hasn't known who I was but he turned to me and he said David isn't this wonderful and he said to have my father call me by my name was just incredible and he said it's because of that piece of music and it's it is so powerful it is it's just ah a day without music is a is just uh, so so sad and you know music is so much part of our lives and I think that's that's what certainly got kept a lot of people going through through the pandemic and all the lockdowns of music you know we we owe so much to it it's uh, on the yeah, it's life a, gift it's a full brain it's a whole brain experience Claire we're going to take a very small break and then we're going to come back and dive into more The cutting edge of conscious radio, OM Times Radio, IOM FM. The AMI Awards and the AMI Woods Hall of Fame are the conscious media awards that aim to recognize and honor the best luminary minds, influencers, and changemakers of the conscious, spiritual, holistic, and indie communities. The AMI Conscious Media Awards are open to the participation of all creators, individuals, and visionary leaders who can classify their original work and their projects as part of the spiritually conscious genre. 
Learn more about the AMIS and how to participate in it at AMIS.com. With happy clients all over the world, Kara Johnstad knows that your voice is the missing link to more authenticity, abundance, creativity, and health. An internationally acclaimed voice expert, Kara's breakthrough methods have helped thousands of people successfully heal their voice wounds and extinguish the story of self-doubt and shyness forever. Join in group trainings, attend online sessions, schedule one-on-one -on -one time, and invite Kara to work with your organization and community. Get started today. Go to www.karajohnstad.com and receive a special guided meditation designed to fine-tune your inner voice and welcome you on the voice journey. This is Kathy Beal, host of Celestial Compass, featuring astrology you can use. Celestial Compass points you to what's going on in the sky and what you can do with it down here on Earth. We also explore fun, effective, and cosmic tools for navigating this adventure we call life. Join me the first and third Monday of the month at 5 p.m. Eastern Time for Celestial Compass. It's enlightening, entertaining, and empowering. If I could be you. And you could be me. For just one hour. If you could find a way. To get inside. Each other's mind. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk, Walk a mile, mile in, in my, my shoes. shoes. We've all felt left out. And for some, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Walk a mile in my personally in the last mm. three years the pandemic gave you this huge gift it's it's like everybody else I think many people feel that we're in a recovery we're in a new orientation what mm. message do you think collectively we're asked to listen to on the other end of this all I mean hopefully we're through it I mean I know it's still going on in places but it feels at least in Berlin that things are relaxing and and uh, what is what is the message that we should carry forward i think that we must i think we've just <laughs> we've got to throw out the rule book and i think we've mm. i i really believe that and i think we've got to try and create a new way of living and we know what this way of living is we know what we know that we should be helping each other we know we should be creating a fairer society and we should be um, looking after those less fortunate. We know we know all this is the right thing to do. And now we've just got to do it. And it takes each and every one of us. And it's these small little changes we can make in our life. And all the things that we did during lockdown that fed our souls, we've got to keep doing them. We don't. We, that's the challenge for me. When we get so busy with work and everything, I think, well, no, what was it? Well, how can I have... What I had during 
lockdown, which created this amazing book and gave, you know, it was all there, but it was like mm-hmm. the per- I had the perfect timing to do it. But I must be able to recreate that within within the life. And But it's all down to choice. And every moment I have to make the choice, what's going to push me towards my goals and towards this this belief that we can have a the heaven on earth. I believe that we can have heaven or hell on earth. We, that's the choice. Constantly, we 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 either create this. We have this celestial possibility, and sometimes I can feel it. I'm out. So there's a there's a place where I run, and I honestly, it's like a portal into another universe. It's just. I, and even now, I'm talking about it. My hand, palms are buzzing. It's just, mm-hmm. it's divine. And I know that if I, my, if I strive and work hard enough, I can find that in every moment. Glimpses of this, it, it is possible. And I believe that it's the same for each and every one of us. And we've just got to focus on the goodness and the and the light and knowing how it's just the old thing. What, how you'd like others to treat you, we must treat them, and that that's it. If we can just go back to that, and and I don't, and I really believe that now is the time that we just everyone needs to step up and be the change that we want to see in the world. I mean, it's a, a phrase which is used a lot, but it truly just takes every single one of us to do a little bit every day, and there'll be huge transformation. Yeah, it's a favorite line from the Lord's Prayer is on earth as it is in heaven. It's my it's my favorite line because I think you're totally um we are in alignment and and with this possibility and yet it takes each and every one of us to make that choice, like you said. Yeah. And and one of the reasons and um again, you know, I, I focus so much on on voice in the show, and yet this book holds exactly that, the vibration of goodness, the vibration of um, coming back. We're in a world where we're writing with our thumbs and a digitized font. We're, you know, we're, we're getting a little bit lost in this AI. People are doing, you know, digital artwork now with AI and, and handwriting is nobody's sending a card anymore. Everybody's, you know, typing a quick text message. And and I think what touches me so much is that we have to remember that if we're going to connect to our earth and connect back to our bodies and connect to our community and 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 use our hands for, for chopping vegetables and hugging our friends and, you know, after this, the social distancing made it really apparent that we get to choose. Are we going to go into more distancing and more norm norming everything, right? Everything has a norm. Or are we going to go to that personal, authentic quality that each and every one of us carries, right? Through, yeah, yeah. through little sketches, through... Um, that's why I'm always so grateful when I get a book in my hand, you know? Yeah. I, had a, I had a publisher today said, can't we just send you a PDF? And I said, actually... You know, although it has its beauty to be able to, you know, to read maybe, I don't know. I I just love having books in my hand because oh. you touch I, it. Uh, you know? I know <laughs> when I, I, I... Yeah. And to see a room with books 
and that's just like the this is like heaven for me and i and i look at somebody's bookshelf and i think gosh we've got this we've got these books in common you know oh i haven't i must look into this because i i haven't read this book you know i, I know this person but i don't know this book and i just uh, books i just ah oh, they're just the I, best and they are yeah. like yeah be more book right they are all these different voices that have been captured in like a time capsule or something yeah. you know these it's 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 so amazing and then this voice i'm reading these books and and that's what also i was so grateful to uh, john hunt publishing for publishing yeah. your sketches sometimes your handwriting is you know smaller and bigger and you just sense that it's not it's 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 the way it was uh, created you know more or less that's what it feels like to me nobody came in and and put in a Times Roman font so it would be easier to read. It still has this vibration of Claire sitting there after her run or, you know, whatever, sipping her tea and sketching. Yeah. And, and it allows the, I don't know, it's somewhere with this handwriting and the sketching, it's, it's the heart of humanity that we need to pass on to each other you know, which, yeah. which you're doing and which other people are doing too. And like you said, we all have the choice to make, right? We do have the choice. So I do see you're doing now, you're starting to do other images for people. Um, and you, you do have a homepage out there, simplybemore.co.uk. That is the, the ending for everybody who's, who's uh, more or less... Uh, in England and, and yeah. the um, United Kingdom, .co.uk, United Kingdom. So simply be more. And you also have your, your homepage as a musician and flautist, uh, Claire Langen, .co.uk. Um, is, is that, can people uh, write you and, and send you yeah. ideas for new images? Yeah, of course they can. So um, I do respond to everything and um, I I love hearing from, I have lots of people I keep in contact. I've met loads of people over the years on all around the world and I feel so lucky with the community of friends that I've, I've built up, um, such special people and, you know, I just treasure I treasure the relationships and the people who come across my path. It's a, yeah, it's a real gift. And if you had anything to share with people, we've talked about following your inner voice. We've talked about frequencies, vibration. If you had any kind of wisdom to share with people about the voice and mm. you know what it means to you to communicate, to express, to share also these beautiful words that that are accompanying your sketches um what would it be my well i the biggest thing that i have learned is never to stop listening to your inner voice because mm -hmm. when you listen don't that's when well in my experience things go wrong but i say they go wrong but i realize they're just red lights eventually go green but I have to I can take the easy path which hasn't got so many red uh, red lights and amber lights mm -hmm. or I can just 
to my voice in a voice and go straight to green. But um, I love the Matthew McConaughey books about, about green lights. And it's exactly right. You know, you look back in your rearview mirror and you realize that they were green lights all along, but you just, you know, you had to work through it. But it's discerning that inner voice and listening to it because it's always right. And um, yet sometimes I want to get to B or I want to get to Z um, or Z quicker. I don't want to go through the whole alphabet. So I kind of want to jump there. But sometimes you have to go through the process. And that's what I'm learning. And I'm also learning just to be my authentic self. And yes, I am quite eccentric and quite, um, you know, but that's okay. And if we, I think if more people just were truly living their path, the world would be a, a, a more beautiful place. I think so much of us, so many of us are so concerned, especially in, in my world with um, musicians, it's all, and I have to be really careful about this, it's all about how many followers, how many likes, and, and, it's a, and it can be very destructive. Um, mm-hmm. But it's about what's important is how I feel in my, in my heart. When I, when I put my hand on my heart, do I feel like like there's rose petals falling from heaven or do I feel, you know, do I feel down and muddy, you know, and I just want to feel in a radiating state and anything which is putting me in that state is good. So I follow that path. Mm, that's beautiful. And I was just tuning in while you were speaking and thinking that you were talking about this at the beginning of the show, the power that the words have the I am's, and that we often are so harsh with ourselves, right? With everybody else, we try to, at least we try to choose good words. And, and often it's that, that those words that are so harsh that gives us the red lights, the stop lights, because we just don't trust that we can be at peace in every moment. We can choose kindness and love and, and uh, non-toxic people, and we can choose to... Uh, close the evening with a beautiful sketch or with a beautiful piece of music. We have that choice. We have that ability. We we yeah. we have a lot of freedom um, that we're not taking always because we think that it has to be a different way, right? And um, yeah, I Claire, say. I could. Yeah, no, share. We have, we have one more minute and then we're gonna um, close the show. Share your last words. Yeah, no, I, I completely adore everything you've just said. It's, everything is a choice. It's like Dr. Edith Egger says, everything is a choice. And we choose something which empowers and creates and is its beauty. Exactly. So I thank you so much, not only for being on the show, but I thank you for creating in the middle of, yeah, a very complex and scary in many ways pandemic Mm. you chose to create beauty and you chose to uh, heal the wounds of that child that that didn't pursue art and you chose to circle back and uh and and really rise like the phoenix out of the ashes you um probably even surprised yourself by doing that and you surprise many of us too, because the book is really precious. Everyone out there, 
go get the book by Claire Langen. Um, John Hunch, thank you for uh, putting out this little book, which is very unusual. It is it is eccentric, it's odd, uh, and it's it's a book that you can just have around and you can give it as gifts because it it asks us to be more, to be a little bit more. And I thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay, have a good night. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.